Pods, Keeping It Real with Tanya and Nettie. I'm Nettie and this is Tanya. I'm Tanya. Hi, welcome. Uh, thank you for listening again. Um, today we're actually going to do a topic which is not the way we normally do it. We've had a lot of listeners uh, and people who have come and seen and Tanya doing her um, mediumship and they're asking what should we expect what do we bring why would we come to be what do we get out of it so today we're going to sort of chat a bit more about that and we're also interested as you know um, we don't know each other very well and and we haven't got into a lot of depth ourselves with this we know the basics of each other so it'll be interesting for us to sort of ask each other questions on your behalf of um, what we should expect so um Tanya, so you've, you've been getting some great readings from people through our podcast and just in general, you're already doing that. So can you give us sort of a rundown of um, why people are coming to see you? Hmm. Well, there's a variety of different reasons. Um, so what I do, and I think I've explained it before, is I'm a medium, which is like connecting to past loved ones, um, ascended masters, spirit guides, anybody in, in spirit. And I'm also a medical medium. So basically that means that spirit's giving me information about medical things that are happening for people. And interestingly, right at the beginning, as we're sitting down, you're like, oh, I did something to my wrist. And I'm like, yeah, I think that you have a just a tiny, I almost want to say hairline fracture on your wrist. I yeah. feel like it was smashed. Like, was it smacked with yeah, something? Yeah, smashed hit on, like crushed almost between something. So it's, yeah. for those who are watching the podcast rather than listening to the, the top of my hand swollen there. and You mean listening as opposed to watching? Watch it, yeah, the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> um, uh, it, you know, there's a little, there's a swelling there and I was deciding whether I should get an x-ray or not, but I think I will after this now. That I've yeah, I think Tanya. you should. <laughs> Um, just because it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a tiny, I want to say hairline, like it's small, but I do think that you're going to need to wrap it. It's going to need to be wrapped in, in some way. So that's kind of an example of what medical mediumship looks like. So people will come and often it's people that have, um, cancer or things like that. And I'll get back to that. But the other thing that I do is sort of intuitive reading. So what's happening for you right now? Um, what are your blocks? What are the things that you're struggling with? And, and sort of moving forward, what that looks like to you. And interesting, lately, Spirit has been encouraging me to pull cards prior to ah. readings. And you and I talked about this. I don't usually pull cards, but I've actually super enjoyed it. My favorite deck is um, John Holland, the uh, Psychic Tarot. And it's an oracle deck and I just love it. It's, it's just got simple pictures and simple words and it's wonderful. Anyway. Um, so how so do you I just, use those with your reading? You, you, you start with the tarot at the start or you start depending or you just let it flow? So what I've been doing is before the person even um, comes online, because I do all of my readings over Zoom, is I'll pull cards and spirit will tell me how many, you know, six, four, three, two, whatever. And so I pull them and I take a look and I'll start to get a bit of an idea about what the reading's about. Sometimes I don't, most of the time I don't prep at all yeah. for readings, but they've been asking me to. So I'm like, okay, fine, I can do that. So I just lay out the cards and sometimes I say, okay, so I started with some cards and this is the general understanding of what I'm, you know, getting. But the first thing that I typically ask people is like, what are you looking for? 
because some people come and they just want to connect with past loved ones or they're struggling with something, say a, you know, a pattern that they just keep repeating and, and they're like, okay, like what's expected of me? Like, what am I supposed to be learning here? Cause I'm clearly not getting it. So, you know, we'll kind of work through that or it'll be often medical things. And like I was saying earlier, somebody that has cancer or something, they'll be in remission and they're like, is it coming back? Or, you know, um, how am I doing? Or I've had this, you know, sort of ailment or things happening and, and what sort of information are you getting? And I think, you know, I always put the caveat that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm none of those things. But certainly I think that spirit provides information that, that can kind of point the person in the right direction. So yeah. for example, somebody's having a lot of pain in their abdomen and it's like, okay, well, I feel like it's your gallbladder. So then they can actually kind of push the doctor to be like, you know, can we take a look at my gallbladder? And I do, I do find these situations a little bit uncomfortable because even though I've been, you know, doing readings for a, for a while and I'm a fairly confident person, but I always kind of feel like, oh God, like what if I'm wrong? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like, it, and it's interesting because yeah. you do so many and you're so right so many times, yet you still doubt. And that's why I call myself, you know, one of the biggest skeptics in the whole mm-hmm. industry. Because to me, I, every time I get something, I go, oh, hang on a minute. What if I'm not right? What if I'm not? And most of the times I'm right. Nearly all the times I'm right. So, you know, but you still do. You, you, you you're giving a lot of information to someone and you feel responsibility for that. And with that comes, what if I am right? What if I am wrong? Yeah. So, yeah. But then, but then I also think, and, and I don't want this to come across as a cop-out to disbelievers, but I was actually just talking to a client about it the other day that I did a reading for. And I said, look, this is what I feel like is going on, but please understand that say I say, okay, your um, progesterone is low. And they go to the naturopath and the naturopath does all of these tests and determines that, in fact, their uh, thyroid is out, which typically I'll pick up on. But regardless, I'm just giving an example. But their thyroid is out. So then they're able to treat that. So the information that I gave them put them in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's right. Yeah. You had the general concept of what was going on. You you needed them to go to a naturopath, basically, <laughs> to, to yeah. find the next step. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I personally haven't had anybody come back to me and say that I was incorrect. I, For the most part, I have people coming back to me saying that I was quite accurate. You know, yeah. or even this woman who had her hormones tested. And, I, and the way that I tend to see hormones is it'll be like almost like a bar graph, you know? And yeah. it'll be like, okay, this is low, this is up, this is whatever. And she came back and she said, you were bang on, like exactly what you said for my levels was exactly what was happening. And I was like, wow, like, thank you so much. Like, I actually really love getting that validation. Yeah. And it is great because it does, um, you know, give you the confidence to keep going with everyone else. And I think we both are confident in what we're getting. So we do that. But that validation just goes, okay, yeah, like, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I can't, I do know what I'm talking about. And I do think I do trust my guides and I trust spirit and I trust the information that I'm getting. But there's always this part of me that's like, well, I'm human. Like I'm not always a hundred percent accurate to say that you are, would be very egoic. 
None of us are 100% accurate, especially since we can make conscious choices. Like, for example, I could have a, a person coming and I'm like, you know, I'm seeing a pregnancy for you. And then they go yay or nay, like I want that or I don't. And they're like, oh, yeah, I really don't care to get pregnant. <laughs> so they go on birth control. Well, yeah. that's going to change sort of the trajectory of what, you know, we're sort of seeing yeah. happening for them. Um, so I definitely get a lot of that. A lot of people asking for medical information. Um, what about past loved ones? Like if I came into you and said, you know, my father passed earlier this year and I'd like to be able to connect with him. Um, am I going to come in and expect, you know, that that I am going to connect with him or that the information is coming from him or can it come from someone else? You know, do, do you understand where I'm coming from with that? I think that for the most part, what I see in readings is I see like a general theme and it's yeah. and it's not really who it's coming from but it'll be a general theme of sort of the point that spirit's trying to get across in the reading. I thus far, when somebody asks for somebody specific, I am able to bring that person in. They just show up and I'm able to um, do it. However, sometimes because I, and you, you know, this Nettie, like you're, you're getting descriptions and you're seeing the person and you're kind of getting this information and it's, excuse me, it's, um, oh my gosh, I've got a terrible tickle. <laughs> I'm going to talk while you do that. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. And for me, I get validations often from the person of things. And so even if it's, um, they're wanting to see, coming to see their father or something like that, um, as you said, I will usually get the father, but I might also get other people that are coming through and those other people will, I'll be able to say, you know, it's two women together. Um, they look like they were together in the past life. They have a holding a child that looks like it, it has died young. And then they'll go, oh, my, that's my grandmother, my, my auntie who couldn't have children. She had a child that died. So, you know, it validates. And then once they've, once they've gone, yeah, that's it. And they know who the information, I find the information flows very fast and very yes. quick. Yeah. It's like, okay, everyone knows, you know, they're, that the spirits are comfortable that the person understands where the message is coming from. Um, and then therefore, the, then, then they must get excited. It speeds up. Sometimes I've got to go, well, hang on a minute. I've just got to slow everyone down. <laughs> it's coming in too fast. Um, but I agree with you, you know, usually the person that, that you want will come through, but you will find that other spirits will come through as well. Uh, yeah. Them. Or sometimes people will come and they'll, be wanting to speak to somebody in particular but they won't necessarily say that and they'll just say oh, okay well let's you know let's just sort of see who shows up and yeah. interesting people show up like I sometimes I'll have somebody come in and they'll be like oh I'm pretty sure I went to high school with that person and then I'll I'll go okay you know what's the message and they'll be like I'm just happy to be here yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's the message. It like, you know, or sometimes yeah. I'll get really profound things. Like once was this this woman and her um loved one had passed, and her loved one came through and was like, I have a son, you need to go find him. Yeah, wow. You know, yeah. like very profound things. Or another guy was like some serious financial advice from this yeah. loved one. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of depends, but you know, I think for the most part, people come through with a very loving message. 
Yeah. And, and just a message of love and like, I'm okay. And, and that type of thing. And maybe our next podcast, we should actually talk about how spirit shows me and you the afterlife, because there's a lot of sort of describing that. And it's interesting with mediumship because often the spirit will talk to me on a 3d level, but they'll also be talking to me on a higher, like 5d level. So they're like, I felt this way which this person is going to resonate with. But now that I'm on the other side, I see things differently. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's quite interesting because um, even as a medium, you you see so much of the afterlife, but you have your own pieces. Um, and it's quite interesting when someone comes along. I know, and we'll probably talk about this. I won't go into it this time, but you had something that came up within one of your readings when I was in Canada recently. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and that you know, I sat on that for a couple of weeks because it made sense for some of the things that were happening to me. And I was like, oh, that's the missing piece, you know, and I think that 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 is a full podcast in itself. Um, And so we're always learning more and gaining more information. And as mediums, if you're sharing that information, you're then helping each other put pieces. I also hear some stuff from people and I'm like, oh, that doesn't work for me in what I know. So how does that happen? How does how does their thing doesn't parallel with what I've got, but, you know. And you I, and mean I like think... as, as far as other mediums speaking yeah. of the afterlife? Yeah. You know what yeah. I think that is, is, and I don't want to say too much like spoiler, but something super cool happened in a reading and I learned something yeah. new about the afterlife and Nettie was here and I came out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I learned something new, but I'm not yeah. going to share it yet. We're going to save it, save it for the next podcast. But here's, here's the thing. We all have different beliefs and ideas and different perspectives. And different perspectives is what actually um, creates dichotomies. It creates difference. It creates a lot of um, opportunity for growth within everybody. So we all will be also provided different perspectives of the afterlife because not there. I don't believe there is just one truth. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I love the saying, once you realize that reality is fluid and truth is fluid, you, it all makes sense. And, you know, I love that because it is it is true. There is more than one reality. There's more than one truth. And so um, it's your perspective. And, and when you think about the way that spirit um, presents things to each medium. So I've got, you know, something that might signify... Um, you know, like often things are put on a path and they're slightly to the right and they're things that could happen, like a perceived or a mm. possibility. Ooh. Can you but, tell me about what a reading would be like for you? Like if spirit shows up, like what that looks like for you? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll finish this and then I'll go into that. But you might have that coming up as something completely different in your imagery. And I think that's what we're getting with the afterlife. In some ways, we're getting the imagery that makes sense for us so that we can translate it in a way that our brain can comprehend it. And so for someone else, they might be at a different level of depth or a different thing. So everyone's getting slightly different. So it doesn't quite work in into the same. But ultimately, um, so uh, I... Um, I don't necessarily, I'm just going to describe a reading that that came through when someone actually comes to see me rather than the way that most of them, the spirit comes to me first. Um, But if someone comes in to do a reading, usually I focus on a question or what, what direction they're trying to get. And I'll start to see an image. But 
and I'm trying to not actually pull in ancestors usually at the start, but with me, I, I get to a certain level and they're, it's like a door opening and they're, they're all there to pop in. So um, most of the time, I think I've only had one reading where I haven't had ancestors or past um, friends or family come through. Um, and so I'll start to see imagery and and I start with, you know, maybe a shoe or whatever it is, and I'll start to, to talk to the person about that. And then from then the ancestors come in and I'll ask them, is it okay if I speak to your ancestor? Or I've got, you know, a mother coming in or a grandmother or a, a friend, whatever it is. But is how do you okay? know if it's a mother or a grandmother or a friend? I can see them. So I can see them and they sit in slightly different spots. So um, on the right-hand side for me, which I think is opposite to a lot of mediums, is usually the mother's uh, and the left-hand side is the father's. Um, and then friends and, and sit uh, further down uh, on the left-hand side. Sorry, I'm dyslexic, so my left and right get a bit confused. Um, and I'm also looking at them so they become backwards, if that makes sense. Um, but I can see who they are. I don't always know exactly whether they're a mother or a grandmother, or but they will start to give me information like... Um, you know, uh, clues to who they are, which I will then say, I've got a mother coming through. Um, she's actually got a necklace around her neck that she's showing me. It's um, got a blue stone in it. Um, and now I'm seeing a house with a little red door and they'll say, oh, that is my grandmother who lived in, on a farm with a red door and that she always wore that necklace. And actually she, that necklace is what she gave me. And I'll be like, okay. Um, and then I might drop the imagery and I'll just see kind of a shape of a person because she doesn't need to use her, the, the spirit doesn't need to use their energy or my energy to try and connect in a picture then. Then we start to get words in and then they start talking. Um, and then I'll be trying to keep up because I find I bring spirit in pretty fast. And But then you need to to then slow that down to actually say. So sometimes I'll be listening for a while and then I'll translate the bits that I need to say or I'll just stop everything and say, hang on a minute, this is all too fast for me. And then I'll slow down into a pace that actually runs. And because I don't do it usually with a client there, it's fine to go fast. The speed that I work with spirit is very fast um, because spirit will come in and in about two minutes, I'll get like what would be an hour with a client. But when a client's there, I've got to be translating everything that's going as I go along. And so it's a lot slower and it's changing the pace of what um, I'm used to working at, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, and then you've also got them asking questions. So normally I don't have anyone asking questions. Spirit's coming in and it's spirit and I just having this quick, you know, who is this for, what is this, blah, blah, blah. And when someone then asks a question, I've got to stop and go, hang on a minute, spirit. <laughs> um, well, can we slow you down? Because we've got a thing. So I find it hard and that's why I don't actually do a lot of readings for people because it's not the style that I was come to do I think and I think you've said this in the past I think I will be doing more of them in the future I can see that my life will go into that a bit more and I'm definitely getting asked as people know what I can do um, I'm getting that but I'm normally getting a spirit wanting to go into someone's life which is quite hard because I then have to cold call almost the person and I find that 
um, I've got one at the moment, which I'm finding a, a huge dilemma. I haven't actually spoken to the spirit and, I, and I've been getting a lot of headaches, sorry, to the person and I'm getting a lot of headaches and a lot of issues like my hand and things that are all happening. And I know I have to actually speak to that person because his spirit is um, very adamant that this is a t the timing is quite right for that person to be spoken to. But um, it's a dilemma for me because it's not, it's not, it's someone who is, uh, let's say, quite controversial and um, not someone that I would normally want to have dialogue with. So I'm always a bit pissed with spirit, to be honest. I was like, pick pick another medium. Like, you know, this person well, loves You know, you can do drama. that. I did you that. You can do that. The reality is, is that you can say no and the yeah. message will get to them in some other way. It doesn't have to be you. So I had this big discussion with with my higher self and um and they said that's fine you can you can take that stance but you know that you are there and you know that this is due and and I, and this is for your growth as much as for theirs so sometimes the hard road is the you know that's what you tell a client the hard road is sometimes the better road and for you this is a hard thing to do but you cannot do it now and someone else can deliver that message. And then in a year's time, you can be in the same spot needing to deliver this hard message. So you can decide whether you want to do it. So whether you, know, you I really got pushed back in my face it. and said, yeah, it's like, and it's true. I, I do know I've sat on it. I, I now know it's the right thing to do and the message needs to be delivered. I've just got to find the way that I can do it that less has the least impact on my life. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, um, so mediumship isn't all, um, or you're, you know, people say, oh, you're so lucky. And I, I think it is, there is a real, um, I wouldn't live without it. Like, you know, I, I'm so pleased that I've got I it. I don't even know how I would. Yeah, it would, but it it's comes with so a burden a as well. Me. Yeah, that's right. I think it is just, it's your life, right? Uh, and to imagine not being able to, when when I think of people not being able to, you know, even talk to my higher self, like a lot of my stuff, I have a really good relationship with my higher self. Um, and so a lot of it is actually the information coming through my higher self. And then they're actually filtering who can and who can't talk. So all that filter filtering has been done. And that was our sort of our pact. And so when it comes down to me, for me to argue back and say, I don't want to do this is a bit stupid because I know it's in my best interest or my higher self wouldn't have brought it in. So, but I still yeah, decided. I like that you say that. I like yeah. that you say that because that means that you're um, using boundaries with spirit. And yeah. if it comes to you, you sort of have that understanding. And I have those boundaries too. Like, I don't want to receive information like you do. But I also am a sitting medium, right? So people can actually yeah. come to me and, you know, I can just trust that, you know, they'll <coughs> um, find their way to me or to somebody that's going to give them that message yeah and if you're assuming the higher self has bought like like your guides and your spirits wouldn't have let that person the timing work for that person to be there if it wasn't necessary and you know it's true yeah we've got to take the hard with the with the easy as well so yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. always it's not always rosy and you know I had another hard one a, a while ago and um it actually worked out really well um, and the person's life has worked out a lot better from it too. So I keep reflecting back on that and saying, I thought that was super hard, whereas this one's even harder. And so, yeah, it's quite interesting. But I have favourite spirits too. I don't know if you have favourite spirits. Do you have spirits come through and you're like, you know, 
you go, that was cool. Like I really enjoyed that you sort of, you know, you don't take on their energy, but you do feel their energy when they're in the room. So it's like meeting a new friend or meeting someone that, you know, yeah. comes in and has mm-hmm. good energy, right? And you go, oh, and they're funny fun. or they're yeah. like quirky or they're, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very awesome. Yeah. So for me, when I do mediumship, usually I kind of get a little group of people off to my right and yeah, okay. I can just kind of see them there. And then my agreement with spirit is that they're going to kind of bring forward that more predominant um, energy first. And then I get um, typically first, I'll get whether they're family or not. And I'll get a generation. So it would be like your mother and then back a bit would be grandmother and then back further. Yeah, okay. Sort of stacked would be like great grandmother. And I typically get um, like mother's side or father's side. Yeah. And it and and it's kind of funny because I was doing a reading um, the other day and she said, well, would it be helpful if you saw a picture of my grandmother? I said, Well, not really, because sometimes when it's a grandma, I get this like kind of image of this kind of heavier, plump, um, short, curly gray hair. And I'm like, and I, you know, so I'm like, well, I know that this is your grandmother, but um, I can't actually say whether this is what your grandmother looks like or not, because that's also the image of what, you know, my sort of symbol for, for grandmother is. And then I get kind of the same thing, the person, you know, their personality and I'll be like, okay, this person has this personality or they act like this or they, you know, and they'll just kind of start showing me things or, or if this was somebody that was in their life and childhood, I'll typically get like a red wagon Yeah. or, you know, so okay, there's different yeah. sort of symbols that I get, yeah. but it's interesting because, you know, like recently I did a reading and it was like, okay, well, I feel like this is a family friend not actually blood and blood related because if it's blood related I almost see a line connecting between them to the person that I'm reading but if not the person will be in like the the sort of um ancestral spot like I explained where they kind of stack up behind each other and then they'll be close but there won't sort of be that line that goes through and it's like this is somebody that you would have considered a grandfather or a fatherly figure but is you know not actually blood related and and I, I it's kind of hard for me to explain how I see that but it's just I can just not see a connection yeah like a blood yeah. related I find connection. I get that in a knowing like it looks like you know I yeah know it's one, almost a and knowing. I was like oh it looks like I'm gonna say a mother but it's not your mother and it's sitting in yeah, your mother's something spot, that like was very said. close to you yeah, and it's like, okay, it's not your mom, but it's your mom. They're saying they're your mom, but they're not your mom. <laughs> you know? Right, and yeah. then so this, it'll be like, oh, that's my mom's best friend, or that's my um, my dad's best friend who we used to call Uncle Joe or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So then we get a few descriptors, and then we sort of go into the message. And yeah, um, yeah often the message is, a message of encouragement, a message of you're doing well, a message of talking about breaking sort of ancestral um, patterns. It'll be, oh, you know, you guys always, um, like there was a lot of misogyny, say, yeah. in your in your family line, and this is where it's being broken with you. And 
grandfather's happy with that and pleased because in their generation that was required. Now it isn't that type of thing, or it'll be, like I said, I got some crazy financial advice yeah for this guy once or or you're taking it up yourself oh okay (laughs) okay well they were actually in a different country so it didn't it didn't fully apply but yeah you know we've got we still got a couple of minutes left and just before we run up if someone is interested in contacting you what is the best way of of you know getting hold of you how long do they have to wait sort of thing is it Right now, um, I just do readings in the morning because, you know, I work full time as a police officer. I'm busy. I have a family. And um, the best way is through avalonspirit.com through the um, journey guides. And you will see me there. I actually have to change my picture because it's it's of me with blonde hair as opposed to brown. (laughs) But yeah, that's the best way to find me. And um, one of these days, I'm going to get my own website set up and and uh, take my own bookings. But I, I love working with Jeanette. She's just lovely. I've gotten yeah. so many referrals and clients from her, people listening to the podcast that um, follow her. And, and, you and know, look, and we met that, through Jeanette's circle. So, you know, I know. realistically, and she's, she's just lovely. <laughs> yeah, she's just yeah. lovely. And she's one thing that I really like about her is that she's all about sharing the wealth and sharing, you know, everybody um, succeeding. She's not one of those uh, people that doesn't want you to do well or to outshine or, you know, yeah. you can't outshine her yeah, because yeah. she's just unique unto herself. But she's yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, she's lovely. So that's basically sort of, you know, what readings look like. And, and, you know, I think you mentioned it right at the beginning about like how people can prepare. And I'm going to say this very honestly, and I, and, you know, without the caveats of, you know, you do you, if you're going to come to a reading, be open to it. Yeah. You know, and, and be open to exchanging the energy because sometimes people will come and they're they're a little bit apprehensive and they're not giving a lot. And it's not that I need you to give me information in order for me to get the information that I get. But when you're not conversing, you're not exchanging energy. It's not going back and forth. It it becomes for me almost like I'm energetically reaching as yeah. opposed to this nice energetic flow back and forth. I totally agree with you. And I think if the person comes in with their energy level at a certain thing, because for me, the way I read is that my my um my levels get to a certain height and, it, and the, the higher it goes and the, the more open it becomes. So if you come in with positive energy and already your energy levels at a certain height, it actually helps the reader get to their 100%. quicker and then the flow is yep. better and you'll get more for the time that you've got, you know, you're yeah. limited to the time with the medium. So use it. And don't go, don't go to them and then close yourself off. You know, don't have to exactly. give information, just be open to it. Exactly. And just as an example, I get these five cards that I lay out. I'll get this general sort of, okay, so whatever situation this is that you're dealing with, this is what it's going to look like. This is where it's going to go. This is the time frame. But I don't have a clue what yeah. I'm actually talking about. Yeah, I just get this sort of generalized idea. But then when they tell me what's actually, what they're like, yeah, yeah, that's bang on. That's what's happening right now. Then I can dive in a little bit more. And spirit gives me more information like, oh, I'm I'm trying to open a business. And it's like, you know what? There's this person within the business that you're trying to open it up with that that's going to be problematic. Yeah. And it just, 
And then oh, spirit knows that you've both got to there, right? So then they give you more because if they yes. don't know that you've got to that point, then they're still trying to do that same thing in 20 different ways. And then you, yeah. the person goes, yeah, I understand where they're talking about. And then you go, okay, next. And then you, I understand that next. And it's just like a flow on, like assume you're speaking to someone with a translator in the middle and you're just verifying that you understand where they're at and then they'll give you the next part of the, the thing. You're not, yes. you're not giving the answer. Yeah. Yes, because sometimes I'll be getting information, say medical information, and I'll actually have to be speaking and talking in order for the next piece of information to come. Yeah. Like I, it, it, it doesn't almost stack up. So I almost have to get that flow going. So if that flow is going and the person's a bit energetically blocked, not really sure. And it's okay when people aren't sure. I'm not saying that that's a horribly bad thing. I'm just saying it, it just doesn't flow as nicely. You need to have that energetic um, flow back and forth. Absolutely. Well, that's our time up for the day. Um, and Wow. Yeah, I know. It went so fast. Um, but we will put um, the Avalon Spirit um, link in, which we'll, we'll do every week anyway, so that if you want to um, get a reading with Tanya, you can. Or if you just want to chat to us, ask us questions, put it in there. We'll be making sure we read them and we'll respond as much, as quickly as we can. Um, and as and well, we, might... we are, sorry, honey, we are planning on having a Q&A coming up. So please, please, please put your questions in the comments. If you don't want to put them in the comments, you can email us yeah. at... What's our email? Or, or even messages on Facebook or Oh um, perfect or or on whatever. Or platform. email us at Tanya and Nettie at gmail.com. So um either way, we'll get them. So but yeah, if you're on Facebook, send us a message and we'll do that. But if you're not on Facebook, definitely Tanya and Nettie at gmail.com. Um, and we will um, try and answer all your questions. But we love QA's because it brings up what you actually are looking for. So Thank you today for listening, everyone. And thank you. So lovely to speak to you again, Tanya. I love you as well. Thank you. Bye.